For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan for the fans of the Houston Astros. Here's your host, Rob Fontenot. Astros Baseball is brought to you by Ram Shirts. Ram Shirts offers custom printed and embroidered apparel. They offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs and screen printing for larger runs. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Ram Shirts. Go to RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into this episode of Astros Baseball. The Astros lose Game 6 of the World Series 7-0. And the Atlanta Braves are the world champions. When the game was over, I did not, I felt disappointment, but I, I was never angry. I never felt sad. The Astros have been to five American League Championship Series in a row, three out of five World Series. It's fun to be a fan of the Astros. This is a very, very good team we have. And they've done something that hasn't been done in the last five years by anybody else. We're the closest to a dynasty that baseball has now. And you should be proud to be a fan. I've seen a lot of tweets on Twitter this morning, and a lot of you feel the same way. You're proud of your guys. You're Take a look at our team. We signed Justin Verlander to a contract. He's not here. Tommy John surgery. We lost McCullers, who is our best pitcher this year, in the Chicago White Sox series. Grinky who was our ace at the beginning of the year. He started game one. He wasn't, you know, due to injuries and COVID, he wasn't where he's supposed to be to really benefit the Astros pitching. But we still got there. We still got there. Urquidy missed a lot of time. You look at the offense, Bregman missed a lot of time. And he, was, he just didn't have a good year. He, he might still be hurt. He maybe, maybe, maybe he shouldn't even have came back at all. I don't know. But all these issues we may have had, we made it that far. What I said on the last podcast, 28 other teams wish they were us. And they come at us on Twitter, but we I don't care. You can't, There's nothing another fan base can say to me to upset me. I'm, pr- I'm proud of the Astros. 
I'm proud of them. So you look at the game, a three-run homer in the top of the third. Not good. It's still early, but then a two-run homer in the top of the fifth, an RBI double. Now we're down five to nothing or six to zero, and then a solo home run by Freddie Freeman capped it off in the seventh. The Astros just couldn't score. You do have to feel good for a guy like Freddie Freeman. You have to respect this guy for spending 12 years in Atlanta. The sixth time they've made the playoffs, and it's his first World Series. 12 years. You've got to be happy for a guy like that. And also, think about it. It's the Braves that won, not the Dodgers. I don't know if you hate the Dodgers as much as I do, but, I mean, a lot of us grew up Atlanta Braves fans. Because they're the only thing you could watch on TV for the most part. So I don't I don't feel bad that it's them. They have some fans talking some garbage on Twitter, but I don't care. Say what you gotta say. I don't really care. But Atlanta had seven runs on seven hits, and the Astros had no runs on six hits. It's not like they out hit us, but you know, you hit three home runs. Versus no home runs. The Astros were 0 for 3 with runners in scoring position. They left five guys on base. They didn't really do anything. Michael Brantley had two hits. Altuve, Alvarez, Maldonado had a hit. Correa had a hit. And what could be his last game as an Astro. So don't be upset about this year, folks. It was a great, great season. Think about how much fun it was being an Astro fan last year. How horrible it was when you found out after the 19 season. So think about everything we've been through. We had the foul pole home run that broke our hearts in Game 7 against the Nationals. We find out about the scandal. We go 29 and 31. Everybody's saying, yep, look at them. Look at the Astros. They can't do it. They can't do it. And then they go on and almost make the World Series. Then they come back this year, lose all these, you know, pitchers, and we still make it. We still make it. We fell short, but we made it. I think, I'll get to this later, Correa had said something about it too, but they had good pitching. They, I mean, you can't make excuses because they lost Charlie Morton. And they had to throw two bullpen games at us. I don't know what they would have done if there was a game seven. It's probably another bullpen game. Or be Ian Anderson more than likely. The guy that almost no hit. The guy that didn't no hit us for five innings. After the game, Dusty Baker said it was tough. But you know something? You got to keep on trucking. And that gives you even more incentive next year. But we don't even know if Dusty's coming back. You can tell by that comment that he wants to come back. Will they bring him back? As far as I can remember, he was hired before Click. Click. 
So Click may have an idea of a different person that he wants. He may not want Dusty Baker. I don't know what his thought process is going to be. I think the I think the guys like him. I think for the most part the fans like him, but they also don't agree with some of his decisions. But you guys loved A.J. Hinch, and you didn't like some of the decisions he made. Because we're all Monday morning couch quarterbacks or whatever that's called. I don't, I don't know what that's called. So Correa, who may have played his last game as an Astro, he said it was their pitching. They were really good. Freed was lights out. I don't think it's a problem with our guys. It's just... They executed pitches. As fans of the Astros, we're wondering, where are the bats? How can you not hit this guy? I think, I don't even remember the score of all the games, but didn't we lose 2-0? to zero? Does that mean they shut us out twice? I'd have to look that up. It sure feels it feels true. It feels like it happened. But we talk about Correa may have played his last game. The Astros offered him. I, I finally got these numbers. They offered him six years, hundred twenty million, and he laughed about it. And then they offered him five, one hundred twenty-five million, less years, more money. So they went up on the money, down on the years, which shows you that they, they're they not going to give them a... Not that they won't pay them a lot of money, but they won't give them a lot of years, is what I'm saying. So Lindor got a 10-year, $341 million contract, and I think that's what he wants. It, I think the only chance that we're going to keep Correa is if they can somehow meet in the middle at eight years. That's my only... But my prediction is he won't be back. He won't be back. Maybe he doesn't even want to be here. I don't know. But he's already talking like, my time here was fun. He's moved. I think he's already moved on in his head. So this morning, I was watching some videos, and there was a lot of stories about Brent Strom. He was he was visu- visibly upset, crying, sniffling, and he said he won't be back as the Astros pitching coach next year. He said, I've been in the game a long time. We'll see how I feel in a couple of days. There may be another opportunity for me somewhere else. I may just go lie on a beach in Mexico. He also said something about I haven't had a summer in a long time. But right at the end of one of the interviews or one of the questions someone asked, he said, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I won't be here next year. So he's Astros, he's gone. I don't know what he wants. I don't know if he wants to be a manager. I have no idea. But the guy's 73 years old. Dusty's like 72. They're both pretty old. 
And I think this year, he did say we're in, we're in really good hands with these young pitching coaches we got. And if you remember, I think it was this year that they, you know, they had this other guy. I wish I knew his name, but he was also the pitching coach for the team. And it kind of seemed like they were kind of setting it up for that guy to take over. So you could kind of see him leaving before this. But what you take from the interview, you know, he said when they were playing the Angels way back that he had decided, he had talked to James Click and he had already said, I'm not coming back. Like he had already made this decision a long time ago. So maybe it has something to do with his relationship with Click. Maybe he's just ready to retire and relax. It's a grind. It's you know they they start spring training in February, and you're on a team like the Astros. You got to play all the way to November. That's got to be pretty tough. So let's look at the free agents leaving. You got Verlander, Grinky, Yimmy Garcia, Graveman. I didn't even realize that they traded Graveman. I didn't know Graveman was a a rental. I didn't know Yimmy Garcia was a rental. And then Carlos Correa. Yuli Gurriel is a free agent, but he has an $8 million team option, which they would be really, really dumb not to pick that up. $8 million a year for the batting champion? Get out of here. You have, there's no way they won't do that. Yuli Gurriel will be back. Altuve will be back. Bregman will be back. Brantley, Kyle Tucker, and those... Three center fielders we have. They'll all be back. We'll have to see if they're going to negotiate with Graveman. Maybe they might try to bring Yimmy Garcia back. Who knows? Who knows? So the next thing you have to look at is the qualifying offers. When you when you lose a guy to free agency, you're able to offer them a qualifying offer. And to be eligible for the qualifying offer, you have to, I'm going to try to word this right, in the past, you haven't been offered one before. There you go. If you've never been offered a qualifying offer before, you can. But if you've been offered one in the past, you're not eligible. If you're curious how they decide how you pay the guy a qualifying offer, because it's usually pretty good money. I remember, I always remember that Colby Rasmus took it. But back then it was $13 million. But it's one year and the mean salary of the league's top 125 highest players. Last season, it was 18.9 million. So it should be should be 19 million, I guess. A little over that. So who would the Astros give a qualifying offer to? Easily, number one is Correa. Which means if he accepted it, it will be a one-year deal for $18.9 million or whatever it's going to be this time. 
if Correa turns the offer down, the Astros receive a compensation pick, and I believe it's right after round one. It could be after round two. Don't quote me on that. But there is no way that Carlos Correa will take that. Then you go to Justin Verlander, who's still our player. Oh, there's another one. You have to spend the entire season on the roster with that same team. So if you're wondering if they would offer Graveman or Yimmy Garcia, Yimmy Garcia, he's never going to, that's way too much money. But that knocks them out. So Correa won't accept it because it's not enough money. Graveman and Yimmy Garcia are not eligible because they they didn't play for the Astros the entire season. Then you go to Grinky. He is not eligible because he was given the qualifying offer before. So the only ones that are going to get the qualifying offer is Verlander and Correa. Verlander was making $31 million. He's coming off Tommy John surgery. He's pretty close to 40 years old. Who knows how good he's going to be. But if he's able to come back to be pretty close to what he was before, I don't know how many more years he can play, but that's pretty good payday for him. But I think maybe somebody will give him more. So the thing is, you offer somebody this qualifying offer, in most cases, because you know they're not going to take it. You know they're not going to stay here, and you know they're not going to take it. It has to be the combination of it. Because you want picks for it. So those are the only two guys. But do we know if they're going if they're going to negotiate with Graveman or Yimmy Garcia? I have no idea. I can tell you one thing though. I am fairly certain that Click he may not go get the 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 top name of free agent the highest dollar free agent starting pitcher but he's we need an ace we we got Lance McCullers he seems to always ha- deal with injuries every year if you, I mean that's just my thought Framber Valdez very very good he I don't know what happened to him in the World Series we got really good pitching but I think we need and I, I think Odorizzi is signed for one more year Maybe he can turn it around, but I I really think Click's going to go get one really good guy. Not a Verlander 31 million guy, but a really good dude. And one guy I hope they go get. Go get. Go get Colin McHugh, James Click. So anyway, that's all I have for you. We'll be back this weekend. I'm going to try to find it. It's been really hard finding guests. I know you. it seems you guys prefer to uh, listen to the show when I have a guest, but hopefully you enjoyed this one. 
Tried to give you a little information there on top of um, what happened today. Don't feel bad. And also, the offseason's fun. And as baseball fans, you know, because it's what I do. I work all day, come home, and I watch the game. And I go to sleep. Five days in a row. Saturday and Sunday, I watch the games. And we need we need a break too. Let's focus on football. We got college football. If you're an NFL fan, you got that. But it'll be back before you know it. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's Day, and baseball will be back. But as a podcaster, it's the off season's just as fun as when games are going on. So I'm I'm looking forward to it also. It's really fun to see, you know, stuff like the qualifying offer. It's it's fun to see who they offer contracts to. It's going to be fun to see if they keep Dusty. It's going to be fun to see where Carlos Correa goes. It's fun. We had a great season. Keep your head up, folks. I'll see you next time. Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.